Welcome to Voice Hugs, a podcast on becoming your best self and embracing all seasons of life with open arms. This is your host, Rowena and Vivian. Hello. So as you guys can tell from the title, we're going to talk about friendship breaks up, breaks up, breakups this week. (laughs) And what was interesting was I've been working on a specific video for the past two months. Mm. (laughs) I started this back in December and now I'm finally starting to put everything together and it requires me to look through a decade's worth of footage and photos because this is the lessons I learned in my 20s. And as I was looking through my photos, a lot of friendships were brought up or just like I was reminded of a lot of different friendships and the dynamics and the person that I was and the friend that I was. And I'm so excited to unpack everything because being where I am now, looking at photos of Ro in her early 20s and even mid 20s, I was just like, Rowena, you need to learn how to communicate better, especially (laughs) with people you care about. Because there was zero communication. If anything happened, if there's any disagreement, it was just like the biggest. I just felt like I was so unloved and that that they didn't love me and that I was just not going to be friends with them anymore. But I think everything happens at the right time when it was supposed to. Viv also helped me look into some footages and some videos from when we're in our youth. And I think she felt the same way. Like just the universe working in mysterious ways to make you reflect. I'm excited to talk about today because I'm I'm also very curious what you're going to share and what's going to come up for you because mm-hmm. I've known you for 10 years and I've mm-hmm. gone to see how your friendships have changed or mm-hmm. just people coming in and out of your life. But yeah, going back to what you're saying about reflecting the last 10 years, I think I myself, when I was going through my old footage to look for footage for Rowena's video, <laughs> I realized that Each year in my 20s, I feel like I've changed so much. But to see something visual, like a photo or a video of yourself Mm -hmm. back when you were 18, 21, you know, just really young, it makes me realize like all the things that I feel like I didn't do well back then and how much I've grown and changed. Yeah. So this episode idea came from one of our listeners. She wrote an email I had a beautiful friendship with someone I would consider to be my best friend and can't see a future without. In general, I don't have many female friends, so this was a friendship I really cherished. Recently, she started ghosting me and completely shut me out. When I've tried to ask her what's going on, she refuses to talk and won't say why. The friendship has slowly drifted apart and I often ask myself, what happened? I feel like I'm trying to heal from a really bad breakup and it's especially hard without closure. Has anyone felt this way before? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I first read this question, I really felt for our listener because I think that in any situation where you put value or something is of significance to you, especially a friendship that you didn't see yourself without in the future, it's really hard and hurtful and painful to experience losing that or the distancing of that friendship. With that comes also a lot of other feelings like sadness, disappointment, maybe confusion, resentment, anger. And so there are a lot of feelings that can arise from a situation like this on top of just losing someone who was your best friend in the first place, right? It's so many things combined into one, as you just said, because it's like grieving the loss of a friendship, but then also not knowing. Not knowing why. I think like the the unknown is mm-hmm. what can, it's like even with like an actual breakup with a boyfriend, the possibility of like, 
well, they're still around. We could potentially get back together. It's the same thing with friendships too, right? It's like they're still around. We could be friends again. But why? Why did things happen the way they did? Why did things turn out the way they are? Why aren't we friends anymore? And I think especially for people... I feel like I kind of fall into this and you probably do too, Viv, and like probably a lot of our listeners is that we tend to we're really hard on ourselves to begin with. So there's a, there may be a lot of self-loathing and self-blame and just like all these added on stresses from an already very stressful situation. Yeah, for sure. I think in my own experiences, especially when I was younger, I tend to take someone else's actions and behaviors personally. So if they were to distance themselves or if there was a falling out, if there was something wrong, it was because of me. Maybe they didn't like me or I wasn't a good friend. I did something wrong. And I think once you get into that narrative of putting the blame on yourself, instead of taking the situation for what it is and learning how to grow with it, It turns into this, like you said, self-loathing, but that doesn't really bring you out of that situation. Mm -hmm. If anything, it might even hurt you in your future relationships because you're bringing that kind of mindset into all your other friendships moving forward. You know, you're a little bit more cautious. You're a little bit more afraid to open up. What if this person leaves me? What if it's because of me? If I don't show up a certain way, maybe the same thing will happen again. And you're then operating out of fear instead of, just loving yourself and being who you are and finding the people who will stick by your side no matter what. (sighs) Yeah, I feel like this is, as with everything we've talked about, it's kind of like the growth mindset where if you learn from every friendship, if you learn from every relationship, even though it still sucks that a relationship of any kind may have ended you still learn something and you can move forward and apply what you've learned to new relationships or even to revisit the same relationships if the timing is right have you experienced this with a friend in your life if (laughs) friendship falling outs I think all of us have and part (laughs) of the reason I think this happens is like just in life like growth isn't linear depending on where you are physically, mentally, emotionally, transitions in your life, new experiences, new people that you meet, you change as a person. And so it's very, very rare for two people to be growing at the exact same speed at the exact same time. And so Mm -hmm. I think it's a part of life for people to grow apart and then grow back together or fall apart completely and find new relationships. But if we're talking about like a specific situation where maybe I felt this, A friendship comes to mind back when I was a senior in high school. Mm -hmm. I think we were like 17, 18. I had a best friend at the time and we did everything together. So all of our senior year events, we were just inseparable. Like I remember doing homework together, going to the gym together, planning everything together. And I definitely did not see a future without her. She was just my biffle you know and what ended up happening was at the end of senior year we started to grow apart I started to feel distance between us Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it had to do with just transitioning to college we were going to different colleges that were far away from each other and then on top of that she also entered into her first romantic relationship but it was with a guy who I had a crush on all of senior year so it was one of those really awkward uncomfortable situations where I didn't fully understand what was happening on her end and then all of a sudden 
you know, she entered into a new relationship with this person and kind of kept all of that. She kind of withheld information from me. Like she didn't tell me what was happening in her life. And so on top of that, you know what social media can do to people. (laughs) So I remember this was before Instagram. So we were all on Facebook. But I remember that summer going into college, there were a lot of posts of her and this new girl. So it felt almost like she replaced me with this new girl BFF going into college. And, you know, I just felt so sad and so hurt. Mm. But I didn't know that that was what I was feeling at the time. I think I was just confused. I think it is very confusing because it's the first time we're actually going through something like this. I think it's easy to be where we are now at earth like (laughs) right when we're turning 30 to be like oh if I could go back this is what I will say and I'm gonna Mm -hmm. ask you that in a second but I feel like it's normal to not know what to do and to feel the way you felt and I'm sure it's like it's things that I felt for sure before I'm sure it's things that everyone listening has felt before too especially I don't I just I think it's like a rite of passage (laughs) like to adulthood or just like growing up Mm -hmm. you have to go through like a couple of these like painful breakups I guess but I'm, I'm sure there's lucky ones who may have like kept friendships over this long period of time but I feel like those friendships have a common theme throughout Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. which is the friends aren't afraid of I don't I think confront may be too hard of a word but they're not afraid of calling each other out or just asking hey what's going on let's talk about it and I think the first time's always hard because you're like oh my god I don't know how they're gonna respond how what how am I gonna say this what am I gonna say but I think the more you do it the more it does help you work that muscle to be like oh well it's something that I could actually try communicating or it's something that I can try to get clarity on yeah I think also just at that time especially when it's like your first time going through that you don't even know what you're feeling to communicate it all I remember was feeling very angry Mm -hmm. it was this uncomfortable feeling of just abandonment like I didn't really know that that's what I was feeling at the time other than I I kind of felt like my guards went up. And then after a year had passed, so like a year into college, I started feeling very angry at the situation and very resentful. And I think now knowing that, or this is what I think, I don't know if it's true, but I feel Mm -hmm. like anger stems from hurt. Mm -hmm. It's easier to be mad at someone and hate someone than to allow yourself to sit in the pain that this person may have caused you because what you're really feeling is sad. Mm -hmm. It's harder to sit in sadness than in anger. And so because I didn't know that, it took a lot longer to resolve these feelings that I had and to even communicate that with her because instead of having a proper conversation where it's like hey you know this happened and I'm kind of getting in my head about this I feel a little bit sad about the dynamic you know like let's check in and see what's up I didn't do that at all I was like this friendship (laughs) is bad like I don't want to be friends with you anymore and I I actually ended up hurting her a year later because Uh I think in a way I was really hurt so I I felt like oh it's okay because you did it to me first Mm mm-hmm 
Yeah, hurt people, hurt people. Mm-hmm. Wow, uh, that's a very, <laughs> that's a, that's a very true saying. <laughs> yeah. So knowing what you know now, if you could go back in time, how do you think things would have played out differently? Because I feel like within all of these miscommunication, friendships, relationships, there's always very specific inflection points where mm-hmm. because something happened, it made you you know, swear on yourself that you're never going to be friends again or you're never going to go back, would you do things differently? And if so, how? Yes and no. Yes, in the sense that I feel bad for how I treated her a year after that all happened. But no, you treat in her? The I'm sense- very curious because Vivian's <laughs> the sweetest person. I can't imagine her making someone feel bad. No, I, I think I was really mean. So pretty much... I was sitting in these really sad, well, at the time, I didn't know they were sad, right? I was sitting in these really angry feelings for a year, Mm -hmm. and I had never talked to her about it. And so a year later, and it it was like right around her birthday and around my birthday, so just timing Mm -hmm. already off, (laughs) I pretty much just messaged her this long thing about how I felt like she was a terrible friend and that I don't want someone like her in my life. And I called it off. Like I was like, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. Mm -hmm. By me doing that, I didn't give her, you know, that's why communication is so important because if I had just talked about my feelings, if I, you know, had more consistent conversations with her, then it wouldn't have built up inside for so long she had no chance to talk about Share it. Share her side of the story. If I was to go back, we're still best friends to this day. Like, I actually just talked to her this morning. Aww. And so I'm very thankful that this friendship specifically has taught me so much about communication within the context of friendships. Aww. And it took 10 years. Like, we're, you know, actually, I've been friends with her for like since I was 17 or like even younger, 15. So 15 years. Dude, you and your plot twists. Plot twists. We're still You're just BFFs. full of plot twists. Wow. <laughs> Vivian the storyteller. No, but um, I was talking to her about it this morning. And I think one thing that I would tell myself and tell anyone who is in a situation where they might feel like the other party has wronged them or they're confused with what's going on in the other person's life. Like, why isn't she talking to me? Why isn't she texting me? Mm-hmm. Why is she withholding this information from me? There are always two sides to every story. As much as your experience is true to you, I think it's important to keep perspective that their experience is very much true to them too. Looking back now, I didn't ever consider at that time that she was entering her first romantic relationship. We all know how Hmm. intense that can be, you know, like you're only thinking about your significant other. And I remember entering my first relationship a couple years after and completely understanding that all my friends took a backseat in my life. They were not a priority in my life at all. And so it's understanding that there might be something going on in the other person's life that has nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. It might not have anything to do with what they think about your friendship or who you are as a person at all. And to try not to make the mistake of taking it personally. Yeah, this is something that James helped me understand in the beginning of our relationship that when communicating, 
it's helpful to use the story in my head is dot 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 mm-hmm. when you're starting to share about your perception of the situation because the story in your head may very well be very different from the story in your partner or your friend's head. So yeah, I think everything you said just snaps and claps and <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, let's get into Rowena's story time. Have there been instances in your life oh, from high school, college, oh, man. <laughs> where there were falling outs of I friendships? Don't even, I don't even know where to start. I just think I improperly or I mishandled a lot of my friendships growing up. I think since I was young, because I moved back and forth a lot, um, I was in the States, I moved back to Taiwan, I came back. Because of the back and forth, I feel like I've learned to make friends relatively easily. So you can just put me anywhere and I can just talk to people and then maybe we'll be best friends by tomorrow. It's not that I may have taken friendships for granted, but like if a friendship doesn't work out for whatever reason and back in the day a friendship not working out is just like if there's disagreements, if I feel like they're not valuing me or like if I'm being misunderstood then the ego pride part of me is like, I'm not going to explain myself to anyone. I'm not going to beg anyone to stay. So I'm just going to leave. And I think that translated to a good amount of my friendships. Mm-hmm. And now looking back, had I just put my pride down or put my ego down or just, you know, like just communicated better, mm-hmm. knowing what I know mm-hmm. now, like communicating the way I know now, it could have probably resolved a lot of friendships. Okay, let's just start with the very first most memorable friendship breakup so the most memorable one probably also in hindsight the most painful one was I had a group of best girlfriends it's a group of girlfriends it's a breakup with a group of girlfriends oh no I had a group of best girlfriends growing up from middle school to high school freshman year amazing sophomore year the beginning was amazing and then sophomore year of high school was when I first started hanging out with the seniors who now I consider my high school friends. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I started drinking in high school a little earlier than most of my same grade peers. And at that time, I'm sure there's other reasons to it. But just from what I remember, I felt like they thought I was too wild or that I was doing things that Mm. I shouldn't be doing (laughs) because they were all pretty good very sweet christian girls at that time so i understand Mm -hmm. right like i totally understand and me being like a wild rebellious you know high schooler teenager i'm like whatever i have new group of friends like if you guys don't want to be friends then whatever like i'm i'm gonna go play and go party sophomore year was my favorite the most fun i've ever had in high school and then junior year rolls around all my friends graduate That was like the pits of despair. Like I felt the most alone I've ever felt in my entire life during those couple of years, junior, senior year of high school. So if we were to compare my relationship with my girlfriends to my relationships to my high school friends who are two years older than me, one thing that stuck out a lot was how directly my high school friends will call each other out of like, hey, you didn't call me or like, hey, how come you didn't invite me? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, my God, I totally forgot. Like, we didn't mean it. But like, hey, come over anytime you want. So I think like because things were hashed out and very openly discussed between the mm-hmm. f- like the full group dynamic, 
it made me also realize that a lot of times when I don't get invited out, it's not that people don't want me there. Because that's just like, that's what our brains default to sometimes, right? It's like, nobody loves me. Everyone hates me. Like, no one wants to hang out with me. Like, all right, I'll just go F myself. Like, that's actually what I thought a lot growing up. But other people asking the group and me even asking the group a few times, it made me realize that if I want to hang out with my friends, I'll just text them, right? If I text one person, they don't respond. There's like another person, there's another person, another person. And sooner or later, someone will be like, oh, we're all doing this and we're here, come. But it's kind of like putting down your pride and not being afraid of asking for what you want, even just like asking what they're doing. So if we take a step back, because I observed and I learned from this group of friends that it was okay to ask and that you can talk to each other about things when you don't feel okay it gave me the courage to bring things up more Mm -hmm. but I was still really bad at it and then there's college friendships and then there's post-college friendships and yeah I just felt like (laughs) Rowena did not do a good job at communicating with her friends I've definitely lost some very very close people in my life. I will talk about one very specific one. This is my cousin. I don't think he's ever going to listen to this. I used to have a really big mouth. (laughs) I would just like insert myself where I shouldn't and I would get overly involved in my friends' lives, in their relationships. I said something about my cousin to his mom that I shouldn't have. Of course, my aunt goes to my cousin is like, hey, is this true? Mm. And I didn't even know all of this was happening until one day all the cousins were going to go out to eat. My cousin and his brother pick me up and he turns around. They're sitting in the front of the car. I'm sitting in the back. He turns around and just starts cussing me out. He's like, how could you do that? Why would you say that to my mom? Like, I would never share your Mm. secrets with other people, like blah, blah, blah. And I was just sitting there like, whoa. (laughs) Sorry. I was like, my words have consequences. I'm so sorry. And that, I think, because that was family, because that was my cousin who I grew up with, who has honestly helped me through some of my darkest times when I was in college, it hurt so much. Like, honestly, all of my friendship falling outs in my mid 20s hurt a lot. But I think like this thing with my cousin was the final thing that I was like, okay, yo, Ro, you got to do something about this because this isn't okay. I think when that happened, I just realized, you know, it's more about me than it is about my friends. It's the way that I show up as a friend is the way that I communicate or not communicate as a friend. So with my cousin, it actually took me two years, maybe even three years to get back to even remotely close to where we were and that only happened because I think maybe two years after you know I would still go over and hang out with my family all the time but there was just a lot of distance between us and it wasn't until maybe two three years ago I called him out one day when we're all hanging out with the family I just sat him down I was like hey I know words don't mean much but I just want to let you know that I really am sorry for what happened and this is one of the most painful things I've ever had to go through not because of like me being hurt but knowing that I hurt you with the things that I said and sharing things I shouldn't have and you know you mean so much to me I really care about you I really love you and I know words are empty but I hope you can see that with time 
I'm learning and I will continue to learn. And basically just saying that I'm taking, I took it very seriously and I will continue to take it very seriously. And that with time, I hope he'll see that I've changed. I think now, years later, we're finally good. Hearing these stories from when you were in middle school and like, you know, that falling out of that friend group to an incident with your cousin in your mid-20s, my takeaway from your stories is you were young, you were learning and figuring out things that you liked, you didn't like about yourself. And I think in the end, the people who will stay in your life as you try to learn and become this person that you want to be, the people who essentially stay are the ones who allow you that space to grow and learn. For me, I feel like that's the only way relationships can work. You have to have this level of empathy or understanding, knowing that this other person is young, immature, maybe just confused, maybe going through something, mm-hmm. and you have to give them that space to make that mistake and call them out for it. Mm-hmm. As they're trying to earn your trust back, also allowing them to do that, you know, like you can't hold a grudge against that person if they're really genuinely trying to do their best. At some point, if that person just doesn't align with you, for example, like if your friends were extremely conservative and you were going out and drinking and just being wild young bro Mm -hmm. then that's okay because there's just different (laughs) your values no longer align and that's part of just growing up i've noticed that my friendships now all of my friendships especially ones that have lasted over a decade those friends are the ones who have been so kind to me during times in my life where i wasn't a good friend i didn't show up in a way that i even liked myself but mm-hmm. they still stuck around and they still forgave me or reminded me that hey you know what you probably needed extra support at that time and that's okay because i know that if the situation was switched i would try to do that for them as well comforting words for our younger selves <laughs> doing great sweetie going back to the listener's question because i think hers Hers is difficult in the sense that this friend is just completely shutting her out. Ghosting. Yeah, just Mm -hmm. like ghosting her, not letting her into her life. Hearing your stories and reflecting on my own stories, a lot of times I feel like that just is telling that she's probably going through something in her life. I would try not to overthink and put the blame on you or like say like, oh, maybe it's something that I did. You know, why is she withholding from me like I thought we were best friends and then getting into your head about that Mm -hmm. but I do think that it's important to grieve like allow yourself to feel the loss and feel the hurt of hey this friendship did mean a lot to me but as of right now maybe this season in my life we're just growing apart that doesn't necessarily mean that you won't reconnect and trust me I know Mm -hmm. because I've reconnected with my friends and we've been able to work past (laughs) it Sometimes someone can be going through something very traumatic and not even know what they're feeling, how to process it and communicate or express that. Like they don't know how to ask for help. Mm -hmm. It's not that because I don't love you, I'm not going to tell you what's happening in my life. It's that I don't even fully understand what happened or know how to talk about it. Or you may just be so ashamed or so 
guilty or you know you may feel so bad about something already that you don't want to face it yeah so when your best friend's like hey are you okay what's going on you want to face it even less and you want to talk about it even less and i think okay the ghosting and the shutting out is textbook avoidant (laughs) style that's something that i would have done it makes sense right like if you're going through something and then you don't know how to communicate that you don't know how to process it yourself and someone you care about is trying to help but like you don't know how they can help and you don't want them to know because you don't even want to know yourself it's it's very confusing it's just very confusing times and just reiterating what Viv said already I feel like it could be less about you than it is about your friend and I feel like if you did do something wrong you would know for example if you talk behind your friend's back or if you did something very deliberate you would know what you did but I feel like if it's in situations where you're literally like I don't know what I did we're doing fine and then one day it just kind of happened it may be that they're going through something and they just haven't processed it fully and don't know how to communicate that yeah and and maybe you can just reach out and say like let them know how important that friendship is to you and give them that supportive space of saying like I don't know what's going on but I want you to know that our friendship has been important to me and I really cherish it so I want to let you know I'm here for you whenever you might need support yeah with all of that even though that's kind of giving perspective to the other party it's still painful for you to experience so I think at the same time it's honoring your truth too I something that really stuck out to me in her question was in the very end she wrote I feel like I'm trying to heal from a really bad breakup and it's especially hard without closure and this idea of getting closure from someone else you know having someone explain to you what happened why did it happen what are you feeling what are you thinking because I don't really Mm -hmm. know and I can't move on without knowing I can understand how that can be very hard to reach this kind of accepting at peace place where you can move forward in your life it's hard the concept of closure is something that i understand it's easy if you can talk to someone and then they can give you the answers and you're like okay i get it but there's still that part where you need to process everything you need to accept everything you need to forgive yourself you need to forgive your friend there's still a lot of things that need to be done internally so i think if you do get closure in a relationship it's helpful and it can help you move forward maybe faster but I feel like the real closure comes from within just like everything else we've (laughs) talked about so far I think the real closure truly comes from within I can share a really quick example I lost a friend who I considered my best friend was like my sibling was we were just so 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 close and I felt like because I really treated them as a sibling I may have overstepped my boundaries in many areas because I think that's another thing right the way you perceive a friendship with your friend is how you perceive it it's the story in your head which is very different from how your friend may perceive you in their life because I overstepped my boundaries things happened the way they did falling out of a friendship and the day it happened I was furious I was like how can someone do that How can these words be said? Like, why is this even happening? But the more I thought about it and the more I reflected, the more I was like, you know what? Like, I'm actually at fault for saying the things I said, doing the things I did, not saying the things I said, not doing the things I did. So I actually sent this person an email, Mm -hmm. like a long email. It was long. Just like, hey, I'm really sorry. I overstepped my boundaries. 
I understand if you need space, so I'll give you your space, but I just want you to know that there's nothing but love from here, and I really cherish and will continue to cherish and value our relationship even if you choose to go your separate ways. I've never experienced closure like that in my life. That was like instant closure. They just never responded after that. Yeah, they never responded. But at that point, I didn't need a respond from them because I already knew. I was like, you did something wrong, you, you being myself. You did something wrong. Own up to it, even if it means losing this friendship that you really, 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 really cared about. Yeah. It, like, it happened pretty quickly, but then it was also because... I was quick to turn my anger, like my external anger, I was able to turn it inward to be like, okay, but why did it happen? Mm -hmm. And what part did you play? What can you do about it? So I think this is a very extreme example. It's very different from the question that is being posed. But I feel like even if it's less extreme, it's very possible to get closure on your own, even if it may be harder But I think the closure you get is significantly, it's like, it's super solid. It's coming from within your core being like, I get it. And I'm going to move forward and forgive myself, forgive my friend, blah, 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 blah. Your situation is very concrete in the sense that you can pinpoint what went wrong and get to a point where you've reflected and you understand your mistakes or your faults. And that's the closure that like you've accepted that the friendship might not be the same anymore or is completely over. But I think that's still relevant to this person's question because the the process is the same. The situation might look different, but Mm -hmm. the process is that What happened, happened. Whether you understand it or not, the fact is this person is not talking to you anymore. That's true. Whether he or she is mad, it's that Mm -hmm. the friendship is what it is right now. And at some point, you have to get to a point of accepting what is right now. I think that's kind of what closure looks like, at least for me. I know during that time, any time when you want answers... Why did this happen? Why did that happen? Whatever. Or you just want to hear from the other party. I will say that sometimes hearing from the other party doesn't give you closure. Sometimes that... It may make you feel worse. It might make you feel worse. They might be going through a time in their life where they're immature too. And they just don't know how to talk to you about it. And then you can't take what they say and use it as something that's now just fixed in your life. Does that make sense? Like, No, it does. It does. It's not necessarily reality. Like 20 years from now, when you look back, the story is going to be different because you're going to be 20 Mm -hmm. years older and it's going to look different to a 20-year-old older row, older Viv. You know, you'll see it for what it is a lot more clearly. But with the idea of closure, when you mentioned the email that you wrote, I know for a fact that almost all of my friends okay maybe not all of us okay you know what i'll talk from my experience i have written so many freaking letters to so many people that i never send to them because that's my way of getting closure for myself and i think writing a letter to someone is very different than writing in your journal because when you're journaling Mm -hmm. you're just throwing all of your thoughts and feelings onto a piece of paper versus if you're writing a letter to someone you're a little bit more intentional with like how you write it what you're trying to say what feelings come up you can cherish parts of the friendships and also express this actually really hurt when you did that and really dive into those feelings that came out of this new situation that you're in i would definitely recommend that like 
I probably wouldn't send it to them, but that's just me. <laughs> I think if I'm looking for closure for myself, it doesn't need to be sent. But if it's something that I want to let them know from like a yeah. kind, compassionate place, like, hey, you actually mean so much to me. Like, I really, really love you. And I just want you to know that whatever happens, this was a very special time in my life. Like, do it, you know, like you should let the people who you love know yeah. that you love them. No, but I think that's actually an active way to cope with many things in our lives. I think writing honestly helps so much about, like, it can help literally anything. Yeah. It can help you with trauma. It can help you with friendships. It can help you with literally everything and anything. Yeah. This is a theme that I feel is in my life right now, in my, I don't know, late 20s, almost. <laughs> I'm almost 30. But it's like allowing yourself to feel hurt and like figuring out how to let yourself feel that feeling instead of running away from it or trying to distract yourself from it because sooner or later I've realized that that feeling of hurt just morphs into these really ugly things that can come out in other mm -hmm. aspects of your life mm -hmm. and so hearing mm -hmm. this situation from this listener I don't know how old she is maybe a part of me is assuming that she's younger mm -hmm. I would just let myself feel that instead of like don't feel it for too long like don't get stuck in yeah. it you know like that can definitely lead into depression and that's not what we're trying to do but it's like giving grace to yourself and give yourself that time and compassion to just sit in it and just know like you know what this really sucks I really miss my friend but at some point you're gonna come up with a new plan you're gonna come up with a new vision for your life I think one of my takeaways in my 20s too is the more people you meet the more friends you make and these can be different types of friendships they can be surface level friendships party friendships they can be really really deep conversation friendships but the more people that you meet and the different types of dynamics you can experience you'll learn that that person that friendship is not like end all be all you can find other people who will support you in different aspects of your life. So I guess like to pull this back into the original story that I shared with my 17-year-old BFF, who is, mm -hmm. again, still my best friend. <laughs> this is only in hindsight, right? At that time, that friendship meant so much to me because it was the one friendship that I felt so supported in. I felt like I couldn't see a world without her because in a way, I was so dependent on that friendship to make me feel stronger, more confident, loved, XYZ. Mm -hmm. And so losing that felt almost like I lost a part of myself, right? And I think that might relate to this listener as well because she said that she didn't have many female friends, so she can't really turn to other friendships. But what I found mm -hmm. was that as I entered college, even post-college, and just meeting more people, co-workers, friends of friends, friends of partners, etc. You start to realize that you don't have to put your eggs all in one basket. And it's actually nice to diversify and mm -hmm. like diversify your portfolio diversifying friendships <laughs> yeah like you can go to different friends for different things and not be so dependent on one person to make you feel happy and that's what I realized I did in that friendship and that's also why it hurts so much because really mm -hmm. it was a reflection of what was happening in my inner world I feel like there may also be this misconception of having different friends for different reasons maybe like oh you're just using people but i feel like that's just that's how the world works 
the older you get, you'll have different pockets of friends. You have your high school friends, you have your college friends, you have your co-workers, you have friends you meet along the way. So I really don't think there's anything wrong with having a diverse group of friends because you can learn so much from each friendship. And the more friends that you're able to make, the more people that you're able to meet, you'll realize some relationships just come a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And those are probably the relationships that will last a lifetime because you just get each other. Mm-hmm. Whether it's you get that you don't need to talk every day, but whenever you see each other, even if it's a few times a year, it's as if nothing's changed. Mm-hmm. I think those relationships are great. Whether you do keep in touch every day, at the end of the day, it's like we're all such unique people and we have such unique temperaments and personalities that to meet someone who can meet you where you are, you know, like with the person that you are, with the personality, with the temperaments that you have, mm-hmm. it's such a precious thing that you just kind of know. It's easy to sit here and be like, just go out and meet new friends. Everything will be okay. But I really do think that it helps to put yourself out there. Only good things can come out of you putting yourself out there. You might meet a new best friend or you might meet like 10 new best Mm -hmm. friends. Just trying to experience something different or new, as uncomfortable as that might be, there will always be something that you can learn or gain from the situation, even if you're hurt from it. Yeah. If I wasn't ever hurt, I don't think I would be able to talk about 90% of the things that I talk about on this podcast. You know, like (laughs) the different things that you go through in life, it teaches you a lot. And I think for me, those experiences that were really hard have taught me how to be more empathetic and compassionate because if I didn't receive that, then now I want to make sure I give that to other people. You know, just that awareness, learning from your experiences, it really helps. That is what it means to be human to continue to stretch ourselves and challenge ourselves in ways that may not feel the best in the moment but looking back you'll be like ah I did the right thing Mm -hmm. so yeah of all the of all the stories I've shared there is there is good news I'm still as close with my high school friends as I was Mm -hmm. back when I was in school We all went to Seoul for one of our friend's weddings a couple years ago. And it was, I didn't talk to them for a long time. They're just like, come. I went is as if nothing changed. We all revert back to children when we hang out, which is like, it's actually very sweet, you know, to be able to be around a group of people who just love and accept you for who you are, no matter how much time has changed, Mm -hmm. who you can be fully yourself and to be a full child around i think it's like the childlike wonder i think that's really important especially the older that we're getting the more i realize how precious that is Mm -hmm. had i not i mean i don't want to say like had i not lost friends i wouldn't have gained new ones but it's kind of how it works my life may have played out differently if i stayed with my group of girlfriends i may have fallen out of the friendship with them a bit later on but Now that we've got a couple decades under our belt, it's easier to look back and be like, ah, well, when something happens, it's painful and it can be uncomfortable through these painful situations and through these uncomfortable moments in our lives. It helped us grow or maybe it forced us to grow in ways that we may not have grown had we stayed where we were. Exactly. No, I I totally agree. And I think 
it's exactly what you said in our last episode too where if a friendship is meant to be like if this person is meant to be in your life they'll be there they'll be there you know they will eventually come back or (laughs) they just won't ever leave and I truly truly believe that so if there's ever a situation where something comes up and it's triggering this feeling of wait like what just happened how I take that is the universe is trying to teach me something or help me learn how to overcome the situation for my own good yeah I feel like life really is if you if you treat it like a game it becomes more enjoyable for example as you advance throughout the different levels you gain things you lose things you learn things and then it's taking what you've accumulated the knowledge that you've learned the experiences that you've gone through to now apply this into the current level that you're at making friends in my 20s it was fun it was painful it was a bit rough around the edges actually making friends wasn't but the keeping friends or like you know potential friend breakups and all of that It was a bit messy, but I think I've learned so much that now when I'm meeting friends as a 30-year-old, it's like everyone's gone through enough that when you meet people who are 30 as well, I just kind of know from the get-go, like, yes, we'll get along or like, oh, maybe we won't, but like, that's okay. And when you do find friends that you just click with, it just works so much better because there's less things you're guessing because you'll just ask them. Something that I would tell my younger self too is that it gets better. Yeah. The more that you experience, the more that you learn and the wiser you become. And so I have loved getting older every year as I'm approaching my last few days in my 20s. I have not freaked out at all about turning 30 because I genuinely feel like each year that passes, I love myself a little bit more. I learn a little bit more about how I want to show up in all parts of my life and in the world. Mm -hmm. And I think that just goes back to like when I was young, these things affected me so much. But I hope that, you know, anyone who's listening who might feel like they don't have friends or that they're losing their friends or have just experienced a fallout, that it's okay. It's just a part of that phase in your life. And you'll get out of it you know as long as you're focusing on just reflecting on yourself and having that perspective of wanting to grow and seeing the bright side of things like there will be something that you can learn from the experience and it will make you stronger yeah it's only temporary yeah (laughs) yeah just remember that everything in life including the good and the bad because the universe is fair is only temporary Mm -hmm. so if you treat something as an insurmountable huge mountain that you can't overcome you won't be able to overcome it but if we can shift our perspective to look at something like a little pebble or a little rock on the floor we'll be able to step over it a lot smoother Mm -hmm. and with that thank you so much for listening to this episode and thank you so much for submitting the question I feel like for some of these questions, because they're so personal, we've been keeping their names out. But if you guys don't mind, or when you guys do reach out, let us know if you'd prefer us to keep your names anonymous. Or we can just give you 
random names. <laughs> I think that'll be fun. <laughs> um, so if you guys have any questions, whether it is about your career, your life, your relationship, the more specific you can be, send it to us, send it our way, and we will talk about it on the next episode. You can email it to us to hello at voicehugspodcast.com or DM us on Instagram at voicehugspodcast. Thank you so much for being here. We hope you have a great rest of your day and sending everyone voice hugs. Voice hugs. Bye. Bye.